This is According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell, McPherson's sports talk show. They couldn't believe I didn't watch The Office. I've never seen The Office. Don't know about The Office. <laughs> Listen Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Zings it for the end zone. Caught by Kelsey on a slant. Touchdown, Kansas City. According to Jim is your home for the McPherson Bullpup. Jay Tittleman, a three for the tie. Off the backboard, it's gone. Jay Tittleman makes it in. Everything happening in the sports world. As you know, Monty, Vaughn's been working on a couple of new pitches, the Eliminator and the Humiliator to complement his fastball, the Terminator. And even some things not happening in the sports world. I fear the Reaper today. Yeah, I Because I, I, feel, I just feel like death warms over today. <laughs> I really do. Now it's time for According to Jim. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Let's do this thing, another edition of According to Jim, right here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Or for those of you listening online, worldwide, at midkansasonline.com. I'm Jim Joyner. Joining me as always, the most popular man in McPherson and the most excited man in McPherson to talk about one thing and one thing only today, Mr. Steve Sell. What, Royals? Steve, for some reason your microphone's not working. It's not? No. I don't know. know. Grab that one and turn it on. Hello? (laughs) Did you turn it on? Yeah. Are you sure? Yes, it is. It is on. Talk again. It says it is on. (laughs) Well, Steve, your microphone's not working. This one's not working? No. Well, this is not good. What a great start to the show, Steve. Excellent work. Is, is, are the volumes turned up? They're all turned up. Okay. Our engineer, Mark Eklund, is coming in to take a look. Steve, talk again. Hello, friend. <laughs> well, Steve, I can hear you, but it's not working. Ooh, try now. Hello, friends. Hey, Steve, there you are. <laughs> nice work, Mark. Out away, Mark. Just after I push the right button. What a great start to the week. Man, what a start to the week. Steve, are you feeling good now? You feel a little bit better about yourself? I never feel good about myself. <laughs> well, Steve, there's one thing that we have to talk about from Sunday in the biggest news in the world. Royal Sweep. Game of Thrones began its eighth season. Are I don't you excited kn- to dive I, into it? I don't it? even know what that is. Well, I'm not surprised. What, what, what is Game of Thrones? I hear that term thrown around. Well, it's it's not just a term. It's a show. It's on TV? Yeah, HBO show. Oh, well, I don't have HBO. It's like an hour-long show. Okay. About dragons and castles. That doesn't... It doesn't get you excited? It doesn't interest me in the one iota. Well, one thing that I know does get you excited, Tiger Woods, the Masters, the 2019 Masters, Sunday afternoon, well... Very early Sunday afternoon, if not late Sunday morning. One of the greatest moments in sports that I can remember, Steve. With Tiger Woods trailing going into the day, and for the first time in his career, not leading after 54 holes and finding a way to win a major championship. I don't know if I can remember a better sports moment, a better sports comeback than what we saw this weekend with Tiger Woods 
after he hit the shot on 16, the par 316, snakes it in there at about four feet. He's got a two-stroke lead, and everybody in the world knew that he was about to win. The final two holes are just gooing and gone over Tiger Woods. He makes his way up the fairway at 18. He puts out, and the celebration began. Do you remember a moment in golf quite like that, no, Steve? No, I, I, you know, I've watched golf a long time. By the way, Tiger cost me big time with that bogey on 18. Oh, I know it. I mean, uh, that was brutal. That He killed you. <laughs> that, bogey, that bogey for Tiger Woods on 18, basically, let's just say... I would have been a richer man today had uh, he not missed that putt. But anyway, getting back to what you said, no, it was a great moment. And and what made it, the tournament was so good all week. Yeah. Um, They tore Augusta National apart. Now, not so much on Sunday because the weather, you know, played a factor. It was a little windier. Uh, The pins, though, were in the traditional sun. You know, everything's about tradition. At the Masters, so the pins Patrons. Are, patrons. That's crazy. The second nine, oh, not yeah. the back nine. I the know. The second nine. Yeah, I, I, all that. I, You know, it's that's a little gooey for me. I mean, I, I just, I don't, all this, uh, you know, it, it just drips with, you know, I don't, what's what's the word I'm looking for? It's just. Hoity-toity? Hoi, it is hoity-toity. But it's, it's a little hoity-toity. But, but anyway, you had so many of the big names up there. And you had so much shuffling going on. I had Francisco Molinari. He was my guy. You know, he's just rolling right along. Chunks it in the water on 12. Chunks it in the water on 15. I lose my mind. If he, <laughs> if he just only hits one ball in the water, I win the pot. So, you know, and, and, and I said, Francisco Molinari, I knew at the start of the day, I said, if he plays to win, he'll win. If he plays not to lose, he'll lose. And that's what he did. He he didn't attack like he did the first three days. He left every putt short. And it was one of those things where Tiger just stayed steady. Yes. Steady all the way. He never showed any emotion the whole round. Yeah. And, he just had that look on yeah, his face. Yeah, and, and everybody else made a mistake. And I, I think I wrote it in my column. I said it was sage wisdom overcoming, you know, youthful exuberance. Because, you know, he was 20 years older than a lot of the guys, you know, that were making, you know, 15 to 20 years older than about everybody that made a run at him. So it was it was like, you know, a grandfather beating his kids, at, you know, in golf. So uh, it was a great Masters, great drama. Uh, just Molinari's collapse, I'll be remembered for a long time. I don't think anybody is going to remember Molinari's collapse, Steve, because I think everybody's going to remember Tiger Woods winning. Well, I don't think anybody's going to remember that but you. Well, because because it costs you some cash. <laughs> it costs I don't think anybody will remember that. Yeah. Because of the magnitude of this moment, and I've got the audio for you here, Steve, from CBS, Jim Nance, Hello Friends, Sir Nick Faldo. Oh, yeah. Here it is from yesterday afternoon, and Tiger Woods winning his 15th career major. Many doubted we'd ever see it, but here it is. The return to glory. I never thought we'd see anything that could rival the hug with his father in 1997. But we just did. That will be the greatest scene in golf forever, Jim Nance. And that that hug with his children, if that doesn't bring a tear to your eye, if you're a parent, you're not human. Now the, the whole euphoria of everything, the patrons, his emotion, the chanting, 
we will never see anything as exhilarating as that fantastic congratulations tiger unbelievable i have to say when jack won in 86 that now that brought a tear to my eye when the golden bear yes sir you know hit the you know that buddy on our birdie on 16 uh, you know they're saying this is the great jack was 46 he hadn't won in a long time i i mean i think you got to rate him one and one a or one and one just put them right up there together i just and i know they're saying this is the greatest moment ever now maybe because now i don't want to say this is the greatest moment ever okay but this is by far if not i think this is by far the greatest sports comeback yeah the greatest better than george foreman winning the world heavyweight at 50,000 or however how old he was this is the greatest sports comeback, Steve, because you took the greatest athlete in 2008, mm-hmm. maybe the most well-known, most famous athlete, the most famous endorsements. I mean, Nike and Tiger Woods, yeah. your Sunday Red. Everything about Tiger Woods was the greatest ever. Then in 2008, he wins the U.S. Open in the most dramatic of fashions, he on is on top leg. of the world. On a broken leg. Basically. On a broken leg or a torn ACL, whatever yeah. it was. And then you we all watched for 11 years the greatest athlete of all time fall to the greatest laughing stock of all time. Yeah, because nobody had, believed in him. And he had off the course problems. You know, he had he had to overcome that. You know, his image took a hit. But I He th- had to have a press conference with his mother sitting in the front row and telling the world that he had affairs and that he cheated on his wife and that his young kids are having to see this. Then he has the DUI suspicions when he allegedly was taking the wrong pain medicine and and didn't know exactly what he was doing. But he went from the biggest laughing stock in the world. Endorsements and companies are, are dropping off of his value. Everybody's getting away from him. He went from the top of the mountain he went from, to the bottom of the ravine. He went from hero to zero to hero is what he did. And now he's turned around and fought off not only that, but fought off so many injuries, whether it was that Achilles injury that was really nagging him for a while, a back fusion surgery Yeah, he's had that, what, pe- that some people never do anything athletic in their life besides walk again after getting that surgery, then to turn around at 43... And face this field with everybody on their game. Yeah. This is not like everybody was horrible and he just found a way to squeak it out. Tiger Woods went toe-to-toe with all of the game's best. On one of the best weekends that we've seen at this event. And found a way to win in a way that he has never won a major before. I said it that he had never trailed after 54 holes and won a major. And but, he did this time. But to me... He showed signs last year that this was possible. He that won, it was possible. He won the year-end event last year. But did you really believe that he could win a major again? I, uh, before this year, no. I, not even close. I didn't think he had a chance. Right. But the way he's been playing lately, I mean, he's been, he's been up there. Well, look how far he went in the you know he went far in the match play tournament. He's he's, he's played well. He's been in top five a couple times, so it wasn't like this was a total shock. Jack winning. Yeah, it was. 
It was a complete shock. Oh, I don't think I, don't, I beg to differ because he's played well this year. He's right, but this is a major championship, Steve. Yeah. This is the Masters. He's forty-three years old. I know that. And you've got Dustin Johnson, Xander Schauffele, your favorite guy, Francesco Molinari, John Rahm. You had John Rahm. You have Jason Day. You have Ricky Fowler. Yeah. These are big names. Yeah. When Tiger Woods was doing his first damage, Ernie Els. Some of these slackers, Nick Faldo. (laughs) Yeah, you could beat those rum-dums in their khaki pants. You can't beat Ricky Fowler in his his fashionable look. Tony Finau. Oh, yeah. These dudes are legit. Yeah. And Tiger Woods, with balding hair, his red crew neck sweater, his black pants, his black Nike hat. How many of those red mock turtlenecks you think were bought up today? A lot. From Nike. Steve, I, I know that you want to undersell this as just another win. No, I, I don't want to do that. I, I don't want to do that, but I, it wasn't a total shock. It, that's what I'm saying. It's not It's not a shock. Last year, to me, it would have been a shock. This year, I th- I felt like he's been playing some really good golf this year. But did you really think he was going to well, win a major? Who picked him in their pool? Well, you picked him as just the do-well. Treg Fong came on the show and picked him to win. Yeah. We got to give him some credit. Oh yeah, but did you really think he was going to win? No, no, but but it wasn't out. It wasn't to me like a it come out of nowhere shot in the dark. See, I think it is. I think this is one of the best sports comebacks and moments. Now this is a great sport. This is one. This probably is the best sports comeback in terms of sports moments. I'm trying to rack my brain and think of things that could rival this. One of them being. Maybe the 2004 Red Sox finally finding a way to win. Yeah. The 2016 Cubs finally winning the World Series. The Royals coming back from 104 losses like three years in a row. The Cleveland Cavaliers and LeBron beating the best basketball team we've ever seen, the Golden State Warriors. Those are just things that I can think of off the top of my head in recent memory as some of the greatest moments with LeBron blocking the block in Game oh, yeah. 7, finding yeah. a way to come back. There are moments, but I think this is different. The amount of screaming and emotion and excitement, I've never seen anything like well, that, Well, let me Steve. ask you this. Do you think the crowd willed him to this victory? And there was so much pro-Tiger sentiment. How much did that affect all the other golfers? You don't think Francesco Molinari felt like he was the most hated man on the <laughs> golf course? Or the, I, who, I didn't get the sense that other people were rooting Tony against Finau. the other players. No, they were just rooting so much for Tiger. Right. But they, but you know that Finau and Molinari had to feel like, God, other moms and dads, who's rooting for us? Steve, let's take our first break. we got to continue this conversation because the Masters was so exciting. Oh, yeah. we got to continue this conversation. Right. We'll fix all of your microphones because they're, <laughs> they're acting up over there. We'll do that next. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva, Next Tech Wireless, and Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Back on this afternoon's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. 
Jim Joyner and a microphone-working Steve Sell. Be sure? Give me a test. Hello, friends. Hey, hey, it does work. (laughs) Well, Steve, you and I were absorbed by the Masters this weekend. A very fun golf tournament. We were all afraid all weekend, at least I was, that we would be watching some golf today because I thought that weather was going to roll in. Well, it would have had they teed off at a normal hour. Man, it was... It was getting closer and closer, and you can see the wind picking up at Augusta National. But what a fun weekend for golf, a fun weekend for Tiger Woods. It felt like everybody in the world put on their red and their black pants and their black Nike hat, and there were so many people that maybe are not golf fans that got back into it this weekend. And I know that you might not be the biggest Tiger Woods fan, and I'm not necessarily the biggest Tiger Woods fan, but I really appreciate what he does for golf. Oh, yeah. And the amount of people that you saw getting back into golf this weekend and rooting for Tiger oh, Woods. I, what do you think CBS's rating? You think that's oh, the highest? Oh, had to have just been It's got to be the highest rated Masters ever. I'm sure those are coming out at some point today, but I'm sure it's got to be the highest. I, I, CBS had to just be losing their mind. They just had to be so happy what was going on because not only did they have tiger in there, you had DJ in there. You had Xander Shopley. You had John Rom. You had Brooks Kepka, uh, Ricky Fowler, Ricky Fowler. My guy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Justin Thomas. Did you see his hole in one? I on 16? saw that. And did you think tiger? There was no oh, way when tigers was rolling down. You knew when you knew when Ti- I told, you know, after tiger took the lead on 15, I was like, I told the guys I was sitting with, he will hit it. Very close on 16, because that's an easy for the for the pros. That's a pretty easy hole location, but uh, I knew it was over then. And what about Patrick Cantley? The guy takes the lead for like 25 seconds. Looks at the lead. <laughs> he looks at the, he goes up. He gets to 12 under. He's the only one at 12. Looks at the leaderboard, sees his name, and all of a sudden he just got the biggest stake through his throat that you can get, and goes <laughs> and bogey bogey. See ya. Wouldn't want to be ya. Steve, I, uh, we've talked about Tiger Woods before and his impact on golf, and I think you would be a good person to add to this, that before Tiger Woods, there were a lot of not flashy players. Right. Can we can we phrase it that way? Yeah. John Daly was about the flashiest player, and John Daly is sort of a different level of flashy He's kind because of he looks like a redneck out there. <laughs> He's a cartoon character. So that was what was different in golf back then. Yeah. The rest of the golf world was a lot like you, Steve. Very mild-mannered. Go out there, play your round, go home, khaki pants, cardigan sweaters. It was a very vanilla game. Right. Then you get this guy, Tiger Woods, ripped out of his mind, wearing... Sweaters, the 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 crew neck, what, what the mock turtle neck. Yeah. You're wearing different styles. He's changing the game. He's fist pumping. He's getting the crowd going. Then it kind of went away for a while, and we haven't really talked about this yet. But all these young golfers, your Jason Days, Ricky Fowlers, Rory. Brooks Kepka, Dustin Johnson, all of these guys grew up with that happening. Yeah, and electing to play golf. Tony Finau, you didn't have people before that looked like they could play quarterback for the Washington Redskins. Brooks Kepka. What what kind of sports do you think he could play? He could play anything. Tied in in football. Tony Finau looks like he could be the best six foot six power forward, sort of a Tim Duncan. He looks like he could go out there and school anybody. 
you got these people that maybe weren't golfers to think that golf is cool. Yeah. People like Tiger Woods. And when I was really young was when Tiger was at his absolute best. That 2002 to like 2006 range yeah. when he was really, really good. And I didn't play golf at that time. I was a little bit too young. But I did play golf during his 2008 U.S. Open run. And that was a weekend that I still think about all the time. Anytime that I go play golf, I can think back to his putt on 18 on Sunday against Rocco Rocco Mediate. <laughs> As he rolled it in, you can see the, the Nike logo or the Bridgestone logo, whatever it was on his golf ball, spinning in slow motion and whirling around the cup and the big fist bump and the big high five with the caddy. Those are moments that stand out to me. But now we have this new generation of golf, and I feel like yesterday was their moment. If there was somebody that was maybe not a big-time golfer but always had an interest in the game, then maybe that's a moment that brings you back. And there's there's a lot of people. I mean, you've got your two sets of golf fans. you got your pure golf fan that knows pretty much who everybody is, and then you got your golf fan that basically – you're rooting for Tiger and nobody else because there's a lot of people that are like that. They're... Did you get a little choked up yesterday, Steve? Did I get choked up? Yeah. No. Why not? Oh, I. you mean when he won? Yeah. Oh, not I... just when he was on 13 and said hi to the fans. <laughs> no, when, when he won. Well, and he had his four minutes of just screaming, and Tiger, Tiger, oh, yeah, he's yeah. grabbing his kids. I, I mean, that was emotional, Steve. If, if Francesco Molinari would have won, you would think they would have gone... Chesco, Chesco. No, it would have been, oh, Molinari beat Tiger. Let's go home. That's what it would have been. Viva Italiano. Yeah. Well, you know, being Italian that I am, Molinari is my paisan. So. Yeah, but I think you probably really cursed your paisan yesterday. I did curse my paisan. But you didn't get emotional, Steve? Well, I mean, maybe it's just. Not choked up a little bit? I mean, I had a little little tear in my eye. The hair on my arm stood up. I will say that. Because it was four minutes of the crowd just losing their minds. This is Augusta National. Oh, I know. You can't run. You are a patron. You're not a fan. Yeah. You're supposed to give them a little golf yeah. clap. Yeah. Instead, people are erupting. If there were babies, they were holding them up high above their heads. They're taking their <laughs> beer and throwing it in the air. Oh, you can't I mean, throw, This no, was a circus that. show yeah. on the 18th green yeah. at Augusta National where that doesn't happen. Yeah. And that's what Tiger Woods being back in golf allows to happen. Well, it, it really does. It may, well, I said it in my column today, uh, golf is now back in the public consciousness. It's, it's kind of, you know, it kind of gone away with tiger, you know, having his struggles, but now, I mean, I bet the ratings, I, I know the ratings had to just be amazing. Now, Steve, can tiger woods get to 18? Sure. Can he get to 18 majors? Sure. He can. This was a conversation I did not anticipate really ever having again. Yeah. Oh, I thought I and I wrote that in my column. The Jack, a couple of years ago, the Jack Nicholas fans were probably breathing a sigh of relief. That's all everybody talked about a decade yeah. ago. Steve, oh yeah, that's, yeah. Was Will Tiger Woods well, Jack, catch eighteen? Jack himself said, "Well, he's going to get to twenty or twenty-five. And at the rate he was going, he, he was. was. Yeah, he was. Then he decided to drive the the car as his Escalade and have the seven iron go through the back windshield <laughs> on Thanksgiving weekend. But now that's a conversation that we get to have again. And Steve, now, 
Well, have they moved the PGA up until May? Yes. Okay, so they I didn't remember if that PGA, was going to be next PGA, year or this year. PGA is the next major. I so, can he make it two in a row? Sure. Could he go Grand Slam this year? Am I crazy to think that? Well, Grand Slam's pretty unlikely, but uh, he could win another major. I mean, he's as good as he's still as good as anybody out there. You just have to you got to have the right week, you know, to win a major. I don't know. Would anyone bet against Brooks Kepka in the U.S. Open? Man, he's good. He is really good. And the guy, you know, he shows no emotion. Nothing seems to bother him. And uh, I did have him in a in a pot yesterday as far as low score. So I really – I had a lot of faith in him. Steve, let's take our final break. When we come back, do you want to talk about something other than Tiger? I'll talk whatever you want to talk. <laughs> we'll do that next. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You are listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva, Next Tech Wireless, and Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Wrapping up today's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. This has turned into the Tiger Woods Hour. Are you done talking about Tiger, Steve? What, can we move on? We can move on. Until May. Then when the PGA rolls back around, we can say, okay, will Tiger win again? But we'll... We'll put that conversation on the back burner for and have a while. Treg fall in. Yeah, I'm sure Treg will be here. He'll give us his predictions. Yep. He'll take Tiger Woods again. Who was his other guy? He had DJ, didn't he? Dustin Johnson, who had, was like tied for second. And who did you have? Well, I took Ricky Fowler and Justin Thomas. Okay, they did well. They, they both did well. And I had Rom and Molinari. So I was minus. John Rom wasn't a big help for you. He was minus ten. Yeah, but he wasn't really ever in it no. on Sunday. Well, the. Louis Oosthuizen's the guy that killed me because he was eight under going into Louis 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 Louis. Yeah, shot seventy six. He cost me. Of course. Steve, did you watch any NBA playoffs this weekend? No. How about tomorrow on the show? Even though we're a couple of days in, we get your predictions for who's going to win the NBA final. Well, I know one of the games was like at one point it was like ninety four to fifty two or something. I think it was Detroit and somebody. I can't remember who they were. Yeah, Detroit. Milwaukee. Detroit's not. Very good. Well, there's and that's, Milwaukee's really first, good. Well, now I know Philadelphia choked like a big dog in there, and Joel Embiid. Yeah, they was, lost to the Nets. Joel Embiid was texting on the or reading texts on the bench. Ooh, I want to get all your hot takes on that. Shows how much into the game. That's just ridiculous. We're gonna have to get all your hot takes on a pistol hot take. Yeah, we're we're gonna have to get all of them coming up later this week. And the reason that I'll let you do some predictions tomorrow is. Steve hasn't watched any basketball this weekend or no. this year. So we can get all your predictions later on this week. Well, it's, there's only one prediction. Golden State wins again. Who's gonna In a seven-game series, who's going to beat Golden State? Come on. I'm going to save this audio, Steve, for when the Bucks or some other team find won't, a way to win. Won't happen. What about the Denver Nuggets? Well, they lost to the Spurs. Could be them. You never know. I think, I think it's going to be a fun NBA postseason, Steve. It's Golden State and everybody else. You're a bigger fan of Golden Country. Yeah, really. <laughs> so we'll do that later on this week. We also want to have T.J. Eskildson, the new Mac College Bulldog head men's basketball coach, on 
at some point this week as well. Wednesday is going to be a short show because the Royals play early on in the afternoon. How about the Royals. Yeah. A sweep. Yeah. Bring out the broom. Well, and the bullpen did blow, what, an 8-3 lead, I think it was. Yeah, but they still found a way. I'm telling you, they're a good offensive baseball team. They really are. They find some pitching. I mean, that division's not very good. I think Minnesota's leading. The Royals actually only like three games out in the loss column. So that 10-game losing streak hasn't totally tanked their season. We'll do all that later this week, wrapping up today's show. For Steve Sal, I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to According to Jim. We'll talk to you tomorrow. According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell was brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva, Next Tech Wireless, and Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson. Make sure to listen to According to Jim every weekday from 1230 to 1 p.m. right here on 96.7 FM KBBE.